Today we're at Ezer Mitzion in Petach Tikva as we talk about an amazing topic, uh, and that is the work of Ezer Mitzion for the last 40 years and the work that they're doing helping families, saving lives, and it seems doing whatever is necessary to help people in very difficult medical situations. We do remind you about the Shabbat of Heroes in Englewood, New Jersey at the end of March. Go to ShabbatofHeroes.com. We also remind you that tonight is the Ezer Mitzion dinner in New York, a golden opportunity for everybody, even if you're not at the dinner, to support the cause. Uh, large amounts are certainly welcome, but as we remind everybody and as we emphasize all through this show, for just $50, you could sponsor the swabbing of one person, and that person can certainly uh, be the one who could save a life down the road. Uh, details go to azermitzion.org. Uh, Ofra Yari is here. Ofra received a transplant uh, facilitated by Azermitzion. He was a pilot in the Israeli army before getting sick. Ofra, shalom. Thank you for joining us here at JM in the AM. Shalom. Thank you for having me. Nice to meet you. Same here. Uh, you were in the army from what year to what year? <clears throat> Actually, I uh, spent only seven and a half years in the army as a, a regular soldier in in. Uh, as a fighter pilot, and then as a reserve until 2003 when I joined El Al oh, company, really? but I stopped flying now for the last two years because I had uh, leukemia. Ah, wow. So you were with El Al for how long? For uh, nearly 16 years now. So was that a nice experience? Yes, of course. Do you, <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you meet a lot of people who've had nice experiences with El Al, Baruch Hashem? Uh, Baruch Hashem, yes. Okay. We just like to joke because you yeah, know, no sometimes it's difficult for people like me to fly, so that's all. Yeah, sometimes it's, you know, people <laughs> say a lot of things, but actually I, I think that Elal is actually a very good company. Baruch Hashem. Tries to, to do its best. Baruch Hashem. Um, so a couple of years ago, what, what were the circumstances that you were informed that you had some type of illness? Well, during the going to flights, actually, I found out that I'm a little bit weak. And I cannot you felt climb. this while at work. I yeah, I, I, you know, sometimes we, we right. climb steps right. to the airplane, and then I climb these steps and with a bag, and it says, oh, wait a minute, I'm not that fit as I was. And I was sent to have some blood tests, and I was lucky to get one of the best uh, um, <clears throat> hematologists in Israel. And uh, she found out that, I mean, immediately she said, okay, this is what you have. She sent me to have some biopsies and stuff like that was very difficult for them to find a, a biopsy because I nearly didn't have any bone marrow of my own. And uh, I, they tried first uh, to find a donor through uh, Hadassah and didn't find for three weeks. I moved to another place and then they found within one week they found a donor uh, from Ezermitzion. No, no, when is this? This is what year? This is the end of 16, actually J- January... Of 2017? Uh, January of uh, 17, yes. I was, now actually I'm celebrating two years of after my bone marrow transplant on the 9th of March. Unbelievable. Yeah. Mazal tov. Thank you very much. So you're in Hadassah. They have their own... No, I'm not in Hadassah. No, no. I was in Ichilov. They used Hadassah. I'm saying uh, yeah. you're, you're, they're trying to utilize Hadassah's resources to exactly. find you a match. They're not able to do so. It took them three weeks. They didn't give me a... Right. Uh, but Azermitzion has this large registry. I moved to Tel Hashomer, right. and they found Here in the, in within the a week, they found through Azermitzion a donor. I can say that I myself was, uh, I, w- I gave uh, my uh, test uh, for a long time ago. I wasn't lucky enough to become a donor, but my niece was a donor for, uh, for one guy, and he, he, as he, he gave his donation as a soldier. So your, your niece 
My niece was a donor of bone marrow, and we know the patient that is... Right, so I did, your niece I saved meet, the life. Yeah, yeah my your niece, niece saved, saved the life. I, I wasn't lucky enough, but I was, right. in, I'm in the, I was in the... Right, so there's life-saving in your family. A lot of life-saving, yeah. <laughs> And that's in addition to all the people you carried over the ocean safely, Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. And so Ezer Mitzion has this match for you. How soon after is this, is this transplant taking place? On March, 9th of March, 17th. So a few was, weeks later. Yeah, a few weeks later. A few weeks later, they do the transplant, and you start feeling better right away? Like, no, what no, no. <laughs> what happens? Explain it to us. Okay, what happened was, first of all, just a, a week before uh, I got the transplant, my, I took Remember, you described medication. to us that you had no bone marrow. Nearly no bone right. marrow. Uh, one of the doctors tried, from Michilov tried to get some bone marrow from my chest. He didn't manage so to. So to us, the average person, it sounds like... This is quite an effort that's going to be necessary to get you to to be healthy again. I'm very lucky to be here. I I met I'm, I was saved by a Professor Shimoni from Tel Shomer, and uh, I also met a Professor Rowe from Shari uh, Tzedek. Yeah, and he actually told me, you know, you're Ashkenazi. Listen, this you're gonna get. It's gonna you're gonna get over it. You need a transplant, and uh, that's what happened actually. So uh, actually. A week before my transplant, I decided to go to uh, Moscow, to see in Moscow and die, maybe. Bermet. Yeah, yeah, really, really. And uh, actually, uh, what they told me in Tel Shomer, don't go, because if you catch a virus... Then it'll really worsen things. Then, then no, you will not, uh, we will not accept you for the transplant if you have a virus. And uh, I, I was the, I, I was questioning myself, because I got a little bit better because of chemo... Not chemotherapy, but uh, talidomide, or not talidomide, which is a medicine... That had I gone earlier, would might have become my solution instead of bone marrow transplant. But uh, unfortunately, I was already very close to acute leukemia, which uh, Professor Rowe told me you're not yet in acute leukemia. Mm -hmm. Professor Rowe is the one that said you have blasts in your blood. Then above twenty percent, you're considered acute leukemia. I was in around sixteen percent, and he said that he was the person that actually reduced. The, or the, the saying that from 30% to 20% that from now on from 20% it's acute leukemia. But wait a second. Take me back for a moment. Okay. So you're thinking I'm going to go travel. That's what you're thinking. I'm thinking that, you know, uh, in, with God's help. I said, I, I, I talked to my uh, hematologist. Uh, I will remember her name. Uh, and uh, I told her, listen, I'm getting better by, by this uh, Revlimid medication right. and stuff. And uh, maybe I don't need the transplant now. She said, you know what, yes, maybe. So we, we didn't know exactly. And then she said, no, go make the transplant. Also, Professor Rowe told me a few months before, go do it. Don't hesitate. Don't wait. Just go do it. And uh, so I told her, and the guys in Tel Shomer told me, if you get a virus in this flight, and this right. is a flight in, the, in February. So I said, if you get this virus, you're not. They cannot you, do a transplant. We cannot accept you for so the transplant. So you didn't travel. No, I did travel. You did travel nonetheless. Said, this is going to be my sign from God if right. I come back. Right. Some healthy. some might accuse you of of taking a big chance. That's my problem. I I'm, I'm, I believe in God. You know. So you said, God, if I survive this trip, yeah. I said, and if I, I come back in shape to do this transplant, then we'll move forward. Exactly. If not, God forbid, then He made a different decision. Exactly. This okay. is what you said. I landed back on the thirty-first of February, first of March. They accepted me for the transplant. It took. A How week. was the trip? By the way, w worth it? 
Yeah. Yeah. I've never been in Moscow. So it was very interesting. I hear it's beautiful that time of year. It is. So. A bit cold, but... <laughs> so, uh, you come back and... Uh, and I landed on the 31st, and the first I was accepted into uh, Tel Hashomer. And how long does that take? Are you there for many days? Is it- yeah, it, it takes eight days to get you ready to kill your body, bone marrow and everything with chemotherapy. Literally to replace it. Literally they take chemo be- to get rid of the infected. They get rid of everything that you have right. and your uh, immune system. And on the 9th of March, I had the uh, transplant. And how soon after that? It uh, took me 28 days. On, uh, on March 28th, I was released from hospital. I started recovering quite uh, slowly, but uh, it came to the fact that in November 17, I thought I'm going to go back flying, back to flying. Wow, back to I, work. Yeah, I thought I was uh, recovering very well. I went to the doctor, I said, to the Elal doctor, told him, listen, I'm going to maybe start flying again, let's check in there. In January 18, I was, my blood had a problem. I was once again hospitalized for 10 days, nearly died. That was the only, the only stage of... That was like a little blip on the whole thing. Yeah, I had ITP. I had a lot of things. Let's not... We don't... If you want, I can go into... Yeah, the, you don't have to do that. Yeah, but... But I assume the radar screen had a few bit of... <laughs> it, it, was, it was really... This, this was when the doctors, you know, every morning they come and they see you. And then they give you the, what, what they think right. about it at the end. When in this time in the hospital and the days when I saw that at the end they're going out to finish their consultation oh, no. outside a of the conference, room. A conference. I said, okay, I know what's happening. <laughs> But then what happened, if you really want to go once again into uh, God's uh, predictions. Yeah. yeah, we like lauding God on this show. Go okay. Ahead. So I, I, was, I was actually put uh, in these 10 days, I was first uh, admitted to room number four. Yeah. Which is close to the nurses, so it's a, it's a lot. Right. But then a woman came, she was a bit more in more danger than myself i was starting to be okay they gave me a lot of a lot of things everything you th- they had they just inserted into my body and then they moved me to room 18 oh hi hi you so knew said, you were fine so i said it doesn't matter what the doctors do if they finish it out i'm gonna get out alive. Uh, you're a man of true belief i love it true belief um so did you get a chance to fly to dreamliner or not no You never had a chance. Unfortunately would not. That, would that be something you'd like to do or not? it's not a big deal? It's, first of all, it's a very big deal. It and big deal. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a very uh, <clears throat> dangerous uh, profession. Demet? Of course. It's, uh, I think... You think it's tough on you? You ever try to sit in those seats? Yeah. <laughs> I sat. I sit. And now I'm going to sit in them because I'm not flying. <laughs> That's fly, right. Now, you really, now you'll anymore, sit on the Dreamliner. But yeah, but uh, um, the pilots are very good and they're very professional, doing a, a very good job. Right. And when you know it's dangerous, then you're safe. If you think it's easy, then you're unsafe. It's so funny you say this, because just the other day, and I'm sorry for this, I must, I, you're someone who will appreciate this. The other day, someone is being interviewed on television about safety, and he says there's more accidents at the intersections where there's reliable lights, because people rely on the lights instead of actually looking to see if they're safe. Definitely. So you're right, that when you, when you know you're in a difficult dangerous situation that's where that's where you have to be in uh... the point is we're always alert and we know that something wrong might happen and yeah. that's why we are there how are you right now i'm getting better i'm going down on my medication i hope i'm going to recover quite well i hope there's something about your attitude which is just amazing everything is in the head actually what, what i learned here one, once again also through ezomitzion <clears throat> because i'm participating here in uh, Uh, Pilates and meditation. 
ממש. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in this meditation, I, I got once, I, we, we did a whole day of meditation here, uh, and at the end, I felt, okay, wait a minute, God is telling me, listen to your body, do whatever your body tells you to do, and everything is in your head. If you believe that you're going to get out of it, you're going to get out of it. If you start, and I feel it all, all through the year, because I know that if I'm a bit down, I can feel it, that, that it happens to my, my body. I have pains. I still have pains in my shoulders. It's, I, I have uh, osteoporosis because of the steroids. And right. I'm still in, in a lot of uh, trouble. But uh, slowly I'm recovering. What a pleasure to meet you. Same here. Tadaraba. Thank you very much. Tadaraba and continue and good health. Thank you health. very much, Ezer Mitzion. Yes. Saved my life. Ezer Mitzion saved your life and Ezer Mitzion saving a lot of lives. Yes, Hashem. they are. We are learning a whole bunch about Ezer Mitzion on this journey on this Tuesday here at JM in the AM. I want to thank Ofer Yari who received a transplant through the help of Ezer Mitzion and everybody out there uh, has an opportunity to support the cause and to get involved in the cause as we learn more and more about the um, about the incredible work of Azer Mitzion. Go to the website, ShabbatofHeroes.com, for the event that's coming up at the end of March in Englewood, and, of course, a general donation. And to learn more about what Azer Mitzion is doing, go to AzerMitzion.org. In the last 20 years of Azer Mitzion, uh, we mentioned Ofer's um, a transplant. In the last 20 years of Azer Mitzion, 3,100 transplants. Do the math, everybody. They are doing big mitzvot every single day. This